The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. On this glorious Thursday. Oh, I can't wait for sensitivity training, uh, Brett. We're almost there. It's yes. a few hours to wheels up for sensitivity training. A little later today. Uh, for some reason, they're making us do sensitivity training tomorrow. I haven't figured it out yet. It's 9.08. Larry still hates fat chicks. Can't figure it out. <laughs> but evidently, that's that's our punishment. Uh, and we told you yesterday how uh, Toledo's natural response back to Trip when he told him he was going to go hang out with the Dodgers manager was, uh, hey, f- you. <laughs> and he walked out of the room, and Trip told me yesterday, he goes, I do need to speak with Toledo. Oh. And I'm like, I'm not even going to ask why. I'm going to assume it. And I can't wait for his butt to pucker up for that one. That's going to be awesome. Richard, do you mind um, stepping into my office, please? If you uh, could pop in here real quick. Oh, yeah. What is it, sir? Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and ask you to drop your pants first. Ooh, that's what I want to see. Tighten that bad boy up. So that'll be a fun treat. We'll see. I also have to get through these before. Uh, somebody said earlier this morning you were talking about, or Brady was talking about, kids at school fainting and assuming it was food. I know because I went to school with Brett Vesley why the girls would faint, uh, usually around <laughs> Big Surf Day. <laughs> Very true. Uh, this one said, uh, Brady, your weight can be blamed uh, not on food. It's COVID-related. You're a long hauler. This is a problem. Oh, yeah. It's the reason why everything's happening. And then I got this one. This is a good one. I like this. It says, I've uh, been listening to you guys for a long time. I wanted to say thank you for everything you do. My life is in ruins right now. I'm 28. I'm getting divorced. I got a daughter. Uh, I'm not seeing her as much. I know this sounds like a win to you guys right now because I hear sure you talk is. about it. Uh, you and Bert especially, but it's taking a toll on me. I got to sell the house. I got to move in with mom. I know it just sounds off. Listening to you guys uh, helps me get through. You're so goddamn funny, and I appreciate all of you. The fart jokes you have give me life. The impressions, they're spot on. I die laughing. At Cliff Kingsbury's beard, which is now my favorite impression you do. I don't think we can call that an impression so much as a character. Yeah. <laughs> Impressions are usually, uh, it's pretty good Cliff Kingsbury kind of idea. It's a character. But it's the beard, so it's a caricature. Although some would argue that it is pretty on point with the way Cliff talks. <laughs> so the beard is, <laughs> it is what it is, yo. And to all the fat chicks that Larry doesn't like. Why don't you jog over to my house? I'll take care of you. But I really want you to jog some more, please. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes your ghouls go through some tough times. Your silly radio show helps us get through it all. So thank you much to John, Brady, Burt, and Cucky McSoy Boy. Uh, You're getting me through it. There you go. See, keep your head up there, kid. 
it made me think of the, uh, you know, all the times that people have bad times and uh, the metaphor that people miss a lot. It's uh, They think of it as just a straightforward thing. But in Shawshank Redemption, Andy Dufresne's crawl through the crap was a metaphor for hard times in life. That you're going to have them. You're going to have to wallow in for uh, 400 yards in Andy's case yeah, and come out smelling enough. like a rose. It seems like misery while you're doing it. And then you come out the other end uh, smelling like a rose. And that's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah, you're in the you're in the mess now. There's always light at the end of the tunnel, and it's sometimes it's a train, but it's up to you to know the difference. But yeah, when you're in your miserable, there is hope to come out smelling like a rose. So think of Andy Dufresne and Shawshank, and you'll get through it. But good luck to that guy. I know there's people who go through crap, and our little fart jokes seem meaningless, but it's nice to hear that every once in a while. Because for the most part, I have no idea why we do this job. <laughs> so those are those moments that keep me going too. Uh, It's time now for Brady to entertain all of you. We call this the Entertainment Drill. It's brought to you by my friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of Tactical Black, and I tell you all about what they can do for you on the streets when they go sideways. However, uh, what you don't know is uh, they're very talented in all sorts of ways. Tactical Black has a place inside of it called The Vault. Uh, You can go into the store in Phoenix and in Glendale. They've got this thing called The Vault, and they sell this merch. A lot of it has to do with the training itself. The belts are unbelievable for uh, tactical needs. They've got uh, cool, all sorts of cool stuff, but watches. And then Josh, uh, one of the superstar trainer and uh, owners and everything else up there, uh, makes these rings out of uh, coins. And uh, when I was there the other day, somebody ordered one and is replacing his wedding ring with him. you got to check them out. You showed them to me. They're cool. They're 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 very cool. And now he's ordering specially made coins with tactical black on them. He can punch holes in those. He can pretty much do... It's amazing. Like I gave him a bunch of silver dollars for Christmas, and uh, or their Kennedy were those the dollars or fifties? I don't remember. Fifty cents. There was a, Kennedy a, a, about twelve or fifteen of them, the real silver ones, and he's been punching those, making rings out of them. They look amazing. So he's dead. There's a lot going on there. You can check out tacticalblackvault.com, or you can just go on in there when you're training, uh, learn some life lessons that'll make you a different person altogether, make you better looking, make you feel better about yourself, more confidence than you could ever imagine, and. Some cool stuff. They also have Dylan sunglasses in the vault. It's just great. They're just they're awesome. So everything they do, I like. Go there. ReactDefense.com. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. Got you surrounded. It's your turn. ReactDefense.com. The home of Tactical Black Brady. Entertain me. Quest Love has been on quite a, an award season run. Brady, my guy. It's Jimmy Fallon. How are you? It's good to see you. Quest Love is my guy. Oh, my yeah. God. It's so good to see you. Yeah. Brady, you going to tell a story about Quest Love? Oh, is yeah. Is he alive? Uh, is he alive? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, it's, okay, it's good. Live, yeah. Okay, see you later. Jimmy's always close. His yeah, documentary, Summer of Soul, has been nominated for an Oscar. Did you watch it? I did. Did you like it? I didn't see it. Yeah. Did you see it? No, huh? I didn't either. It's about the big concert that kind of popped in up like, out of nowhere in, in the know, early 70s. Harlem or where was it? I don't know. Um, it was in New, New York, York and I can't remember if it was Brooklyn. Brooklyn or, it might have been Brooklyn. I don't know. It looked great, but I didn't, uh, I didn't ever get around to watching it. Um, anyway, he received a call in his apartment and he was all excited. Because, oh, it's the Postmates guy. Oh, yeah. Come on up to this floor, man. Bring it. Yo, I've been waiting for you. It was Barack Obama. What's he doing there? He, he was calling him and... God, times are that he tough. Mistook. Barack is doing Postmates? <laughs> That's what he thought. <laughs> Here's your uh, Cheesecake Factory quest love. He said, no, dum-dum. President Barack. Wait. Barack has to be buzzed up? He was calling him. That 
And he thought it was. The I don't post. think oh, I missed anybody oh, I up thought, okay. that if they said hey, it's Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah right. Pal. Well, me neither. But that's a serious doorman right there. Sorry, sir. I have to make sure you're welcome here. That's uh, President Barack Obama. I'm here to see Questlove. Yeah, and likely he, story, pal. <laughs> and they both laughed. He yeah. thought it was hilarious. Here are some celebrities who waited until marriage for sex. Liars. We, Jessica mm-hmm. Simpson and Nick Lachey. That was part of their reality. Bull on Nick Lachey. Justin Bieber. You don't join a boy band to remain a virgin. Yeah. That is all propaganda so you can get 12-year-olds to stare at your dick and not make it sexualized. Lies. It was more on Jessica than anything. Jessica was worried Nick wouldn't stick around when she told him she wanted to wait. He was just sticking everything else. (laughs) Yeah, because he was fine. Yeah. That's fine. I don't have to have mm-hmm. sex with you. I'm doing right. Are you going to stay a virgin too? Sure. <laughs> oh, you're serious. Oh, yeah. You don't know. I'll do that. Great. Your you're boy oblivious. Tim Tebow lies. I think he's still a virgin. Yeah. I Kevin hope. Jonas <laughs> with you women know, at least. Yeah. Remember the Jonas Brothers had that uh, right. purity South- pledge. South Park did a. He great was the only one that uh, held out. Bullcrap. Bullcrap. Here's the best. Uh, Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon. They yeah, Nick Cannon. <laughs> Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon had kids already. <laughs> but for their relationship, they oh, said, let's hold off until then, we're married. And Mariah was married. Oh, okay. Right. We're being super liberal with the word virgin yeah. here. Because the other one is uh, Miranda Kerr and Snapchat founder Evan Spiegel. Lies. The choice was based on Evan's traditional beliefs. Miranda already had a kid with Orlando right. Bloom. Okay, so we're saying they decided to abstain from sex before they got married. Yes, on a That's, couple of them. It's not virginity or holding out for anything. That's A, it's stupid, and B, it's stupid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, you'd never go buy a car without test driving at first. Exactly. You got to find out if right. the interior's any yeah, good. Exactly. You can buy a car at, uh, online, but you want to know if the interior's all ripped up. Yeah, you want if it is, hoopy. you're sending it back. Yeah, it looked good from the outside. Yeah. And then I opened it up and, like, God, Whoa. leather was ruined. Somebody's been smoking in here. It's been in an accident or two. <laughs> that might have been the case also with Sierra and uh, Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. But the one that I didn't uh, know was Tina Fey. She claimed she couldn't give it away until she was married. That's a joke. She's a comedian. Bullshit. She's trying to give it away. Somebody's going to take it. It was awkward. I hate that. I hate when Cele- South Park did a great episode about how Mickey Mouse made the Jonas Brothers talk about purity rings. <laughs> and then they'd go on stage and go, want to soak you with my goo, baby. <laughs> and, they had, and they, but they're like, all right, we're on, you kids talking about purity. We want all our kids to wear purity rings. And they're on some morning show like Good Morning America. Yeah. They're like, all right, well, we've got a whole crowd here. And I understand you guys got a new feature. Yeah, we shoot foam on the girls in the front row. And the, and the host goes, do you girls want uh, the Jonas Brothers to shoot their hot white foam all over your faces? <laughs> Yay, baby. It is such garbage, and we buy it. None of those Jonas Brothers were virgins. Ugh. Mike Tyson was watching a comedy show at a rooftop bar in Hollywood, and some moron came up to him and started chatting him up. Not only was the guy disrupting the comedian's set. Who was the comedian? Doesn't say. Oh. But uh, sources say he was challenging Mike to a fight. If that was true, Smart guy. Mike didn't take the bait. He pretty much just sat there. Then the host of the show got in the guy's face and told him to leave. The guy headed for the door, pulled a gun and cocked it. Whoa! But then he put it away and yelled over to Mike and said, it was just kidding. I got mad, mad respect for you. So Mike called the guy back and hugged him. 
<laughs> so he's still not Which, all home. How many people would try to do that? Oh, man. Iron balls. No, that that's not iron balls. That's dumb. <laughs> I know. I just like laughing. So I much. hugged him. And Brady, uh, I was sitting there. I was just enjoying it. <laughs> like comedy. I was trying to make it work, and then this guy comes over and wants to fight. I don't want to fight anybody that night. I, was I, like, I saw the video on TMZ, and it was like, other than the gun part, it was like yeah. Rocky Three with Clubber Lang. Oh, was yeah, it? Yeah, just talking smack and, you know, yeah. yeah. Hey, Tyson. He just starts doing Hey, woman. Hey, woman. <laughs> we just let him go. You know what? He's got a gun, but let's bring him back home. Netflix <laughs> has their first original movie with an NC-17 rating. All right. Blonde. It's a fictional story about Marilyn Monroe. And oh. Anna de Armas is playing Marilyn Monroe. Oh. So she's in the new Ben Affleck. You'll movie. have um, all the. Uh, I think that's her. She gets naked. Tall in she that, might be, and it's about him. He raises snails. <laughs> yep. Really? Yeah. There's a line in it. Uh, it's it, yeah. It's uh. It's odd. Oh, you got Adrian Brody as Arthur Miller. Bobby Cannavale is Joe DiMaggio. There she is. And Casper Philipson yeah. as uh, John F. John F. Kennedy. It's a movie called Deep Water, and at one point, uh, she pulls it off. There's a line where somebody says, "The snails aren't for eating." <laughs> yeah, she looks pretty good. She might actually look better than Marilyn there. Well, here's the two. That's pretty good. Wow. What more do we need to know about this story? Like, unless they just flat say Kennedy killed her. Well, everybody's been saying that for years. I mean, it's I mean, finally yeah. in a movie, yeah, though. Exactly. It's like, let's not romanticize the last days. If the last 15 minutes of the movie are the Kennedys just beating the tar out of her and jamming drugs in her, I'm like, oh, that's a new twist. They're actually finally saying what really happened. They're just doing the bang scenes. <laughs> I uh, will be on money someday here, bitch. Uh, you better learn your lesson and uh, start performing or else. Here, take that. Take that, superstar. I have no idea. Maybe they made a sex tape. DiMaggio and her going at it. Arthur Miller. All of them came in and beat her up at the end of the movie. Otherwise, we know the Marilyn Monroe story. The only reason we'd watch is that it's NC-17. Because one thing we haven't seen her do is uh, grind on a fella. It's going to be a one-day festival in in August in San Pedro, California. The Flannel Nation Festival. Uh Uh-oh. Candlebox? Celebrates. You got uh, Everclear, Soul Asylum. Candlebox, filter, cracker, fastball, and sponge. So if you can't catch them there, you catch them at a casino somewhere. It sounds like a good casino show, actually. But like if you're at Barona and you're stuck and your car won't start, tickets are already on sale. Already on sale for fifty-five bucks. Okay, that's not bad. There's a lot of, and there'll be more bands. But it's the flannel guys that kind of came in after that whole thing happened. Who would headline that? So far, I guess would it be Candlebox or Everclear? Everclear, Everclear sounds like they're the head. Yeah. They had like six or seven. But that was mid-90s. And like, Soul Asylum. Yeah, but they only had like, what, two songs? Two. Runaway Train. And, and Misery. Misery, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, they, and they're probably the ones closest to the actual flannel movement. Yeah. The other ones kind of popped up. Well, Candlebox. Was no, there. Candlebox. Was, yeah, they were in the mix. Yeah. So Everclear showed up at like 96. Filter was filter came, later. Well, they showed up. I they're, don't consider them flannel no, at all. Though. Their hit came after Kurt Cobain killed right. himself. Yeah. Huh. But that was still kind of, I don't know. It's not a bad. It was show. in the hood. 55 bucks isn't bad. I still want to see Metallica, Dua Lipa, and Royal Blood. 
That would be well, a we have show. stations back there. We should we should broadcast from back there. What are we thinking? We do have stations yeah. in Chicago. We'll yeah, we can do the English. show from there. We'll call Jeff and have him. This is great. Let's do it. Didn't even think to use our connections. Brady, where were you on the barter train? Well, there's no food on it though. now. Why would I do that? On it now, chief. Get us catering. Right. Yeah, we're, we're going to end up with a platter of food. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I got sidetracked. Here's your cheese there's steaks. Some Lou Malnati's. <laughs> we get Lou Malnati. <laughs> I called for those tickets in Chicago. You're going to be disappointed, <laughs> but I'm not. We got Lou's for a year for free, coming every day. Uh, it's nine twenty-three. I guess we will do a Guadalupe Square today. I was worried we'd get backtracked. We didn't. Good job, gang. It's a lot to add. This. So if you want to play, we're doing it because we got our sensitivity training tomorrow. It's 923. Larry hates fat chicks. Uh, and if you want to play, 585-9800. That's the number. We got tickets to Jack White. We got U-Fest. Just Jack White. Just Jack White. Okay, we got Jack White tickets. We got good ones, though. That's a great That's a great show. Uh, Jack White, uh, if you want to go see him, well, heck, we'll give him to you. But all you got to do is win the squares. We need a girl. We need a boy. We'll play the squares next. It's 98KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.